This episode does not intend in any way to convert your faith. Rather, it sheds the light on hidden facts that should be revealed, especially during this time of chaos we are witnessing. Thank you all for joining into the Rebelcast, a place where we approach to solve the riddle called life. Today, we will be discussing the true history of Jesus Christ that have been hidden from us by many kings that conquered the area he stepped on since the time of his ascension. I will be representing four historical, linguistic, religious, archaeological, and astronomical facts that prove the real identity of the Phoenician Jesus Yaoshu. All facts I researched were supported by many sources and evidences which I leave them all in the description box. First of all, I will start with the linguistic proof. A lot of us believe that Jesus was from Jewish family. The truth is he has nothing to do with the Jewish descendants as he was born outside the Hebrew culture. He didn't even speak Hebrew, he spoke Aramaic. And we need to know that Aramaic is a different language and culture from the Hebrews, whom they had their own geographical and cultural areas around the lands of Canaan. The Aramaic language originates from the Phoenician alphabets. As we know, Phoenicians are the first people to create the alphabet and teach it to humanity. The Phoenicians were a group of states spread in the Mediterranean, specifically the Middle East, which is known today as Lebanon. They taught their language to the rest of the tribes around that area, and those tribes titled their groups from letters originating from the Phoenician language. Many tribes were around the area of the Fertile Crescent, which is the area at the Levant. The Levant included all of the Eastern Mediterranean with its lands. Those tribes, after composing their own alphabet originating from the Phoenician alphabet, started forming their own confederations, and one of them is the Aramaic that originates in the land of Aram, known as Syria today. As we see, the Aramaic and Greek were the first two languages that came out of the Phoenician alphabet, and there is plenty of similarities between their letters. Unlike the Hebrew which came out later on from the Hebrew tribe, the word Hebrew means the one that transversed, linked from the crossing of the Hebrews from the Euphrates River to reach the land they called Israel. The Hebrew alphabet emerges in the second temple period from around 300 BC out of the Aramaic alphabet used in the Persian Empire, as the Aramaic being the lingua franca of the Middle East. Lingua franca means the common language of trade. So, as we see, the Hebrews formed their own culture and letters and settled in the land they called Israel, which was separate from the Aramaic-speaking provinces. This gives us a proof that the Aramean Jesus is of separate tribe and culture from the Hebrews. Jesus never spoke the Hebrew letters, whom are believed to be the letters spoken by the Israelite descendants since Abraham. And Jesus speaking different language does not make him part of the Abrahamic Hebrew-speaking lineage. Now you are asking, 
What was the difference in culture and religion between Arameans and Hebrews? This, my friends, will lead us to the second proof, which is geographical, that will leave you baffled by how we were lied to all this time. The Aramean provinces were spread separately and not homogeneously on the map. So we can find an Aramean state outside Aram land in Syria. The biggest lie that we received is that Jesus was born in Beit Lahem Judea, close to Urshalim. The truth is he was born in what was called Beit Lahem Galilee, which was an Aramean province under the rule of the Roman Empire, which is south of Phoenicia in a state called Tyre, separate from Judea. My certain proofs about this matter comes from deep research done by a Lebanese Christian scholar and anatomic physicist, Father Joseph Yamin. He shed the light by discovering a map that shows two Beit Lahem, one in Judea and another in Galilee. He then contacts an Israelite archaeologist, Aviram Oshri, whom he have done excavations in Beit Lahem, Galilee. It didn't make sense for the archaeologist that Mary traveled 109 miles while pregnant on a donkey to reach Beit Lahem, Judea. It's much closer to reach the Beit Lahem, Galilee. So Oshi took it much further, particularly once he began excavating in Bethlehem of the Galilee. And guess what he discovered? During 11 years of excavations, Oshri found a massive Byzantine-era church with a cave hidden under the apse that was covered by a wall and another two-story building that could have been an ancient khan or guest house. All would be from the period of Jesus' life. He adds another proof as well. How did Mary and Joseph meet? He asked. She's from Zippori and he's from Bethlehem, Judea. And what are the chances that they would meet when they live so far away from each other in the ancient world? Zero. But Bethlehem of the Galilee and Nazareth and Zippori are very close to each other. He saw that Protestants were open to it, but those who are more orthodox in their beliefs, such as Catholics and Greek and Russian Orthodox, were not willing to accept his ideas. The whole story of Bethlehem of Judea was just to tie him to the house of King David. It's just a religious excuse. Archaeological evidences also proved that the church at Bethlehem Judea was built 339 years after the Christ, while the one in Bethlehem Galilee was burned and covered up around 100 years after the Christ. In addition to that, the tombs of Mary and Joseph are located inside ancient Phoenicia, which is today Lebanon, in a village called Kana al-Jalil, whom anyone can visit and check by themselves the tombs. Yet, the Israelites wanted to cover up the place and bombed the area many times and committed a massacre in April 18, 1996. Also, Kana al-Jalil was the place where Jesus performed his first wedding miracle and there is archaeological evidences present till our day of sculptured figures whom are the twelve disciples with a bride and a baby, as we see in the pictures. And that place is way far from Bethlehem, Judea, whom it's believed Jesus is born there. Unlike that, it's very close to Bethlehem, Galilee, that was part of Lebanon.
I know that the truth is hard to grasp. But I just wanted to tell you that all this is just the beginning. So be ready for more mind-blowing evidences. Now I will be revealing the third proof, which is astronomical. In March 19, 1986, Halley Comet crossed above Earth and was seen by the naked eye. However, the Russian astrologer Alexander Reznikov proved that Halley's Comet was in fact the star that was seen from Bethlehem, Galilee, which led to the grotto where Jesus was born, not to Jerusalem. He made a whole research in biblical and astrological studies that I will leave all sources for this information in the description box for you to better know the truth. The fourth proof which I will present for you now is religious and cultural. Like baptism for example, this was a ritual practiced before Jesus came by the Canaanite Phoenicians whom other cultures were influenced by due to the importance of water in the purification and Jesus being part of the Phoenician lands known today as Lebanon. He was influenced by the culture more than the Hebrew culture which was far away from him. And when John the Baptist was in the river baptizing people, people didn't walk by and say, what's he doing? They knew what he was doing. He was baptizing and this probably emerges from the idea of ritual immersion that existed in the lands of Canaan long before Christianity and was part of the Canaanite rituals. Also, the Canaanites back then had their main god El, whom according to their ideology, he had many sons. Among them, Yao, Adon, Baal, and Shalim. And the Canaanites were waiting for the coming of El's son, that's why they titled him as Emmanuel, means El is among us, as the Holy Spirit was breathed inside Jesus. Also, Jesus was called Yahushu, not Yahweh. Back then, Yao was one of El's sons, according to the Ugaritic tablet. And destiny brought him to be born in the same place where El's other son, Adon, was born in the Galilee. Also, the Phoenician meaning of Israel is the tribe of El, while in Jewish, it means fighting or wrestling El. This gives us a small idea how the Jews were given that meaning as they fought against El. But it wasn't just El, but also his son, Emmanuel, Yahushu, or in modern days called Jesus. As Hebrew spies were sent to him to get to know what he was teaching the Canaanites back then. Also in the Jewish traditions, women are not allowed to enter a Jewish temple or become priestesses. Unlike the Phoenician Canaanite culture, women were able to enter temples and even become priestesses. Same as the case of Yahushua's mother, Mary or Maryam, which she holds a Canaanite name that means the Lady of the River, whom she is known to enter Canaanite temples. This means she was part of the Canaanite culture ideologies, not the Hebrew leading us to Canaanite lands and not Urshalim. A much more important proof is from the Bible in John 8. When Jesus was talking to the Jews whom they rejected him, he even mentioned that their father is the devil. Jesus said to them, If God were your father, you would love me, for I have come here for God. I have not come on my own, 
God sent me. Why is my language not clear to you? Because you are unable to hear what I say. You belong to your father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth, for there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of lies. Yet, because I tell the truth, you do not believe me. Can any of you prove me guilty of sin? If I am telling the truth, why don't you believe me? Whoever belongs to God, hears what God says. The reason you do not hear is that you do not belong to God. As we can hear, the ideology that Jesus came with is different from the ideology of the Jews. Not just different, it's also against them. Jesus did not come with Abrahamic teachings. He came with teachings influenced by the Canaanite and Hermetic ideologies. That is a crucial point that we need to understand so that we can better know the identity of the Christ and not to fall for the devil work of the Antichrist. All that been said, clear as light. Jesus was not a Jew. Jesus was not a Hebrew. Jesus was not an Israelite. Jesus was a Canaanite hermit of his time, whom his history was covered up by the fingerprints of kings that ruled in ancient time, whom were against the Canaanite civilization. Yes, they were able to cover up a whole culture and religion, an identity of a sacred divine human for political and religious reasons. Yet, I have one thing to say for them. I am sure one day they will be listening to me. The dust of Lebanon will speak louder than words. The dust of Lebanon will break the covered up stones and crack the matrix and tell the word Jesus was of Phoenician origins. Jesus the Canaanite who came with the message of love and peace to the word has nothing to do with the devil work and all the world will know his real name, Yaushu, the son of El, whom he ascended in the cedars of Lebanon back to his father. Long live the king, long live the phoenix. Stay tuned for more in an approach to solve the mystery called life. Thanks so much everybody for listening. If you like the music playing in the background, it's actually my own composition from the album The Ancient. You can check it out on YouTube at The Rebel Angel. Also, you can support my podcasts by donating on Patreon at The Rebel Angel, where you will get a lot of benefits in return for your support. I'll leave all the links in the description box. Thank you so much.